Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, it's a podcast about Indiana Jones, every movie, one minute at a time, Indiana Jones, minutes. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we get to the heart of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert, and I touch nothing. <laughs> well done, dude. I'm Jerry Porter, and as much as I'd like to touch, I still touch nothing. <laughs> and we are joined again by our buddy Doris from Germany. Hi. Welcome, Doris. Hi. Yeah, and I touch nothing whatsoever. <laughs> we are all hands-free today on the Indiana Jones Minute, where we discuss yeah. Minute 55 of Temple of Doom, and 55 begins with Indy telling Shorty to stay behind him, and it ends with Shorty thinking he's stepping on some sort of cookie like double-stuffed Oreos or Nutter Butters <laughs> or Lorna Dunes or something. I'm not sure what. <laughs> Nutter Butters. <laughs> <laughs> I love this because Indy says, stay behind me, short round, step where I step, and don't touch anything. Uh-huh. And Shorty immediately does the opposite of every single thing that Indy yeah. just said. As he says not that. Even waiting. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a kid. <laughs> and, and you know what's really weird? He's clearly looking directly at Indy yeah. when Indy gives him that directive. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, but he's looking at Indy's back. He's not looking into his eyes, so it doesn't count. <laughs> I don't know. You can sort of see them veer off in like side by side directions. Like it's obvious to everybody, including us, that he's not following him. So is this here an example of, you know, Shorty being more like a son? Yeah, he's because testing he's, boundaries. Yeah. Like, like he's, yeah, he's not paying attention to what what his dad tells him to do. He does the opposite, as opposed to the sidekick mm. or his partner in crime. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then, then, like you would pay attention. You'd be like, right, I got you. Right. Well, I mean, you know, you can't take away that he's a little kid, too. Yeah, That's a then, huge part of yeah. it. I mean, you take one look at that door or wall or whatever that is supposed to be, yeah. and it kind of begs you to pull the handle. <laughs> yeah. it, it looks... I mean, I'm impressed still after all these years with the visual effects of the movie. But mm-hmm. that wall, I've never seen a faker-looking wall in my life. I don't get what's like. I don't even see what he. What does he touch exactly? Like, what well, does he yeah, do okay. to make it collapse? I, this, this Something is my like a thing. door handle, I think. Yeah, he he opens the door. It's like one of those uh-huh. old timey circular door handles, right? Uh-huh. And he pulls it, and it comes off in his hand, and then the door actually bursts open, <laughs> and Mo and Joe Googly Eye pop out. Yeah, <laughs> boom. Yeah, and I mean. It, it might be because now it's the HD version, it's the Blu-ray, and you actually see mm. those fold lines where it's supposed to break open and the blaster is <laughs> kind of yeah. chipped already, and it looks like a fairground ride to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, it's like the door crumbles and bursts. It doesn't... Yeah. 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 I, I it have, explodes. Like, Pete, you have a lot... You had a lot of questions about the mural. I have a lot of questions about this little situation. Oh, yeah. With, these, I mean, first of all, did those guys die palling around? 
Because they kind of have their arms around each other, like, hey, buddy. Like, they kind of both have their arms around each other. Not hugging, but kind of like as if you're walking yeah. down the street with your buddy and you're, you got your uh-huh. arms around each other. And did they both die simultaneously that way, like, happily? <laughs> yes. We're the spooky twins. Maybe, maybe they were just on their way back home from St. Patrick's Day Parade. Yeah, that's probably it. And they stumbled into the wrong kind of side street, and yeah, maybe they they were leaving like an exceptional uh, Temple of Doom ceremony or something, and they were happy, and they just took a wrong turn. I mean, like were they were those Temple of Doom congregants? Well, I was wondering that too. Are they good guys? Or are they bad guys? Like, are they yeah. bad guys who the good guys chained up, or are they yeah. the, the good guys that the bad guys chained up? Oh yeah. Did they die together? I like, think did they know, like are they brothers? I mean they're <laughs> both arms? like both of their heads are shaved. <laughs> but are they monks? Monaram's predecessors? Yeah. <laughs> they looked very familiar to me though. And I figured out who they look like. One guy looks like the deactivated CZ droid in the sand crawler. <laughs> Star Wars. And the other guy yeah. looks like the, the droid who's being tortured in Return of the Jedi in Jabba's Palace. We're, we're back in the oh, wow. Han Fever Cream territory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except that they have this like happy go lucky pluck to their yeah. death. They do. They do. They, yeah. Yeah. They do not look scary at all. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you said it perfectly, Doris. It's very like fun house, like you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. roadside you know fairground thing haunted house business <laughs> and and behind them it looks like there's a passageway it does yeah so it's like so did they so i'm writing the story here they were running up some different passage probably happy probably like just maybe even coming out of the temple of doom or maybe even coming out of the happy temple that was the temple of doom before yeah. it was yeah taken yeah. over and then they get to the door and they got their arms around each other, and they get to the door, and something kills them. Or chains mm. come down and rip them up, or whatever. <laughs> or maybe another fake wall comes down on the other side. Yeah. Maybe another um, fake wall, yeah. yeah. Well, they are chained up, right? They're like, their arms they're, are up, they're, they're chained, chained from like the ceiling. Yeah. Mm. Just like that droid in Return of the Jedi, yeah. <laughs> like right. Well, spread eagle. Yeah. In the novelization, if I may. Oh, yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, well, um, kind of says Shorty sees the door and how can Indy not have seen that door? He kind of wants to show Indy that there is another entrance. So um Oh, so he's trying to like impress him with his impress discovery. Impress him with his discovery, exactly. Oh that's cool. Yeah. Oh, sure. And he keeps in, well the novelization, as I said, um gives us some insight into his character. He is a lot vocal in, in that scene in the book. Where he did, as he he doesn't say anything in that scene besides I step where you step. Uh huh. He's praying all the time. He's like, oh wow, oh wow. warning Indy of ghosts, and uh, he has his knife drawn, which he really? doesn't. Really? Wow. Huh? When you is it when he's praying? Is is he Buddhist? It says just Chinese prayers, so mm. Mm. Buddhist, whatever. Well, we also get a, we get a nice little. Uh, like a minor key version of Shorty's theme right here too, mm-hmm. which <laughs> yeah. once again makes me wonder: Is Short Round actually the hero of the movie? Yeah, the music. He might be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the wind is back. The wind is back. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. 
I, I actually have that ticked as a sad version of short rounds. Theme. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, you're the sad movie theme. Oh, my God. Well, Doris, I, I'm curious. I mean, we've been, yeah. we've been uh, talking about Willie and Shorty and stuff, but where do you, where do, we know you're not crazy about Willie, but uh, where do you stand on Shorty? Because he's a, he can be a controversial character. Well, I'm coming around on Willie. Um, okay. For the longest time, I kind of was very annoyed with Short Round because mm-hmm. he's such a, for a kid, he is very, very um, forward. But then, <laughs> yeah. of course, he is supposed to be that way. And he has lived on the street for a couple of years. He has fended for himself. He's basically a grown up in a child's body. So let's forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> and he saves the day more than once. Yeah, he does. And I like that. I like Indy's reaction. I like. I give Indy a really hard time in these movies, like harder time than I give the other characters. I think, but I think mm-hmm. his reaction here to Short Round is great because Short Round says, "I step where you step. I touch nothing," and Indy doesn't get mad. He doesn't yell at him. He yeah. just puts like a calm, reassuring hand on his shoulder, and yeah. it's just a very nice paternal, like fatherly, kind moment. And that I, is there nice. aren't a lot of those, but I, I probably like also a moment of recognition because did Indy listen to his own dad? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Hey, Indy, let in, let Shorty make his own mistake and learn from it, and uh, by golly, he's going to be a man someday. <laughs> he didn't rub, didn't rub his nose in the googly eye. <laughs> right. Googly eye mowing Joe corpses. Yeah. I told you. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> like you said the minute before, when he saunters in from the other room where there's a dead body on the, on the ceiling fan, he kind of gets over it pretty fast yeah yeah you can see that he's upset about it but then he's like all right next (laughs) i'm awake now i love when indy and short round are a team and Mm -hmm. and and you see that at the end of this minute they're both working together Mm -hmm. as a team they're 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 side by side in the cave and they're stepping on something that's either Nutter Butters, fortune cookies, whatever. <laughs> right. I, I'm most comfortable there. And, and and it's tough because I wish Shorty wasn't seven. You know, I'd, I'd prefer if uh, they were partners, you know, mm-hmm. I guess he was of age, of appropriate age to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in the book, he's either, 12. In the book, he's 12. In the book okay. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I guess. Although what I noticed even on this minute, Tom yeah. and Doris, both you guys pronounce short round the same way, which is the the way Pete was say like short round. Yeah. So? As opposed to what? I like how Tom says short round. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's short. Yeah, short yeah, round. No, short that's round. what I meant. Short, short round. round. Yeah. Because it short refers round. to a bullet, right? So it's a short round of ammunition. <laughs> oh yeah. wow you're wow. right yes yeah yes yeah. yeah but of course that must be what i'm doing his name is shorty and not roundy <laughs> <laughs> i do like so we we cut back to willie here though and she's shivering and cold which is interesting because they're in a like a tropical you know <laughs> setting it's, it's she's literally sitting above a thing filled with hot lava yeah, but... I, I love I love how she kind of tries to imitate Indy now and kind of pushes the other statue and so very very squeamishly until she touches yeah. the breasts. But that made me wonder: does does every one of these statues lead to a different temple? 
Like, is it kind of like Narnia? <laughs> <laughs> what is like? What is her end game here? Like, what does she think? Does she think she's going to find an easier passage to where they're going, or does she just want to show <laughs> Indy she can also find a passage? Like, why? Why does she try this? She just wanted an excuse to grab the boobs. I think. <laughs> you know, and that scene is kind of strange because. You know, don't they say, like, sexuality is sort of like a scale, like a 1 to 10? And if, you know, some people are, like, intensely repulsed by, you know, I guess their own gender, like, sex thoughts of sex with, you know, males on males or females on females. And then some Mm. people are, are, you know, some people that's all they want, and they're, like, really, you know, attracted to that. And here we have this scene where Willie is, like, repulsed by the boobs. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd say repulsed. She she's, repulsed? She's, she's kind of like she's she's antsy about. It. She's she's there's, she's there's uh, something kind of almost squeamish. homophobic about it. Uh, I don't well, know. Why is she squeamish of the boobs? Let me just ask you. I mean, why is she squeamish of the boobs? She's uh she's just maybe never gone down that path, and uh, you know she's uh I think the fact that she does it she's in the room alone, nobody's watching her, and but she goes she to gives, do this thing. Yeah, she gives a sight glance at someone. Like, yeah, kind of asking it's... for permission. Who's she looking at? I think it's Steven Spielberg. She wants to see if he's into that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go invite somebody in. <laughs> I mean, but I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, Pete, if you had a secret passageway and you had to push on a dude's crotch, like a statue of a dude's crotch, <laughs> but you had to do it. You just saw what happened. You yeah. saw that if you did it, you'd go down this crazy shaft, so to speak. But see, I, I think and, I think what Doris said is she. I think she's more concerned with the appearance of it than she's with actually touching them. Like I think that's where she kind of gives right. that side glance. Like she doesn't want anyone to see her doing that. <laughs> yeah, it could be an assassin. And so she kind of halfway know. does it. But she's just she's so like sexually liberated. She was just holding her own and offering them up. Yeah, yeah and I think maybe that is it. She is used to kind of be her own woman Mm -hmm. and during the course of this movie she's again and again kind of shown you know nothing and again Mm -hmm. she didn't notice that there was a draft in the room she didn't notice that there might have been a secret passage she kind of feels everybody is discovering things (laughs) i don't i I feel (laughs) so inadequate in this setting right yeah let me try at least maybe I can find another thing and show them that I'm not the stupid blonde girl who's good for nothing here. <laughs> She'll do it later. Which is what Indy seems to think, though, because he just leaves her. Like, he and Shorty just take off. And yeah. apparently they're just going to leave her there. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, um, in, in in an earlier draft version of the script, I think there was another scene where he tells her, if we're not back in an hour, go alert Captain Blumberg and stuff. So, um, Oh, interesting. Which is totally cut, so... Yeah. She is literally left with nothing to do. I got to yeah. say, I love, there's something about the fact that she's in this opulent palace bedroom and they're in this weird, dank, scary, spooky underground thing, but they're connected and through a secret path. There's something, I have dreams like that all the time where like I'm in my house and I discover some other door that leads to this whole other place or something. And there's something about, you know, they, like later on, they yell to her. She can still what hear them. They're still house? connected. But they're in t- yeah. No, I, I'm saying I have like a, you know, it's in a dream. It's, you know, like it's, okay. I go I to mean, this whole other section that I never knew about. And it's it's just there's something about that con- two totally different places that are connected yeah. and they can still hear each other and stuff. I kind of like that a lot. I like that a lot. How long? How long is this passage? How long have Indy and Shorty walked into? Because 
you can always at their back there's always a light mm -hmm. they don't carry torches they have no flashlights they have no mm -hmm. candles but there's always light from the back it's like the the walls are illuminated in this green glow yeah mm -hmm. is it fluorescent moss or something because i wonder where does the light come from <laughs> or it's a really really short passage if it's that one lamp from from willie's room i want to know like like what kind of orc and pest device is placed <laughs> at that apsara <laughs> statue yeah. where it's it's like there's no insects at all right. that are in the bedroom like zero because that's like a hell of a trip advisor review there oh, are yeah. no insects there are no insects and then in, in that trapdoor thing either so it's yeah just, that's right yeah. they they go around the corner into this very narrow passage and all of a sudden there's something on the floor yeah and we, we get a that's very a familiar weird. sound right here crunch this is this is <laughs> ben burt's casserole again oh is it the cheese yeah, i love that casserole i love that it's the same scene from the last movie that i'm in now the cheese casserole wow oh yeah <laughs> ring theory guys ring you see? theory even applies to podcasts yes <laughs> is there something similar in uh what is the Last third one? Or... Exactly. Oh, Thank you. Oh, there might be with the rats, actually. I yeah. think exactly. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's bizarre. Oh yeah, fortune cookies. Fortune, fortune cookies. cookies. Fortune and glory cookies. For Maybe this was the fortune <laughs> yeah. and glory. Maybe that's what he meant. <laughs> fortune and racism. Two million fortune cookies. <laughs> so fortune cookies. This this like immediately rung a bell for me because fortune cookies weren't from china and they wouldn't have been in china when this movie was set no oh, come on really they're, um they're a western no, invention fortune cookies right? were invented right here in home of marshall college san francisco california <laughs> i'm not <coughs> understanding a word you're saying <laughs> san francisco marshall college uh-huh my hoodie what? no wait is that true though yeah they were they were invented by a gardener at the japanese tea garden in golden gate park right <laughs> so around 1900 and he was wow. a landscape gardener yeah they originally came from japan and he invented them, and then they started making their way into Chinese restaurants in the U.S., but they were not anywhere near China, even by the 1930s. So what that leads me to believe is that either Indy brought a bag of fortune cookies <laughs> to Short Round, and that's how he knows about them, or else Short Round has visited the U.S. Huh. Huh. In which case, it's not racist at all that he says fortune cookies. He's like, hey, remember those cookies you gave me yeah. before? Hey, it's <laughs> great <laughs> taste for the United States. States. Yeah. I mean, where did Shorty learn English? Oh, that's hmm. a good question. Yeah. 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 Is it possible Shorty's American? Weird. And his parents were vacationing in Japan? Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, in, in <laughs> yeah. Shanghai China. when they got China. bombed? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he had some <laughs> other grown up person <laughs> from America or from Britain or wherever take care of maybe. him before he met Indy and fortune cookies there. Yeah. Could be. Or maybe Indy just shows up in China and he's like, hey, where are the fortune cookies? And <laughs> I remember being in Chinatown in San Francisco and you take a little a little tour of the fortune cookie factory. Or oh, really? Yeah. Where, have you, was I with you, Pete? Yeah. I, I, it's in, in, in that, that same alley that has that drum shop you like. Yeah. And they kind of like they pour what looks like a batter into a little uh, mold. Mm -hmm. And it goes along the line, and eventually it cools. And I don't remember how they get the the actual fortune in there. I guess they just throw it in the in the batter. 
And how do they know I'm going to get which cookie? How do they figure that out? Oh, well, they have, uh, you know, they have, they have, they have teams working on that. Okay, yeah, teams working on that. Top men? Okay. Top men. I was blown away, though. You can actually watch them make the fortune cookies That's right cool. there. And then you can buy them. Yeah. And, and I did. Them. Yeah, and step, and step on you can fill a whole cave of them and then build a palace over it. <laughs> I mean, um, Shorty is an avid moviegoer. He's referencing old-timey black-and-white movies all the time in the novel. Oh, really? Um, he could have come across fortune cookies in the movies, though. Maybe. Hmm. Well, let's be honest. Do we think that the movie makers knew anything about the actual origin of fortune cookies? Or that they were taking the Asian kid and saying that he's stepping on fortune cookies. Are you suggesting that a movie about an archaeologist knows nothing about history? It's possible. It could happen. I bet if we dug deep enough, we'd find some inaccuracies. Probably. (laughs) It's strange that like movies that are so historically incorrect as Indiana Jones movies spawn so many people to go into history. (laughs) Yeah. Fascinating. And they still like the movies afterwards. Yeah. Well, that's what we said. Like when you, you, you know, I always wanted to be an archaeologist. And when you're really sitting there and like, you know, your fourth semester with the little black brush, you know, be like, God, this sucks. You're in a hot desert <laughs> yeah, sun, yeah, and you're yeah, like, you're and maybe yeah. is that a nose that I'm looking at? Is that a nose of like the temple god? Oh, it just cracked in my hands. It's a rock. whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is this the saddest line of the movie, actually? Ding. Besides uh, Shorty saying goodbye to his elephant best friend? <laughs> oh, what, the, for- the the fortune cookies one? Yeah, I mean, in terms of like, oh, come on, movie. That really got to you. That really it did. got to you. I think that's, really, that, right. that's a slap in the face, I think. It's like, it's just, it's it's again, it's, it's a combination of the laziness of this movie sometimes <laughs> and just the uh, kind of loose, casual, kind of racist, I don't care what I'm actually saying, this sounds right kind of thing. <laughs> you know, what makes me wonder is um, the German dubbing version, right? So it doesn't oh, say yeah. fortune cookies there. It's no Glückskekse. Um, it's popcorn. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Even, even in 1994 in Germany, in Chinese restaurants, you would have gotten fortune cookies at the end of your meal. So yeah. why? I wonder why they translated it into popcorn. That's interesting. Uh, wow. Yeah. That is interesting. Maybe they thought it was, maybe they thought it was uh, like Tommy. They're, you know, they're like, yeah, that's ridiculous. And that's. Offensive. Yeah, maybe. That could have been yeah. like one guy, like at the DVD factory, like, you know, dubbing everything <laughs> or like doing the, the subtitles or whatever. Said, nah, nah, come on. Popcorn. Which, by the way, I bet stepping on bugs would feel a little bit more like popcorn than, than fortune cookies. Yeah. Yeah. I've never yeah. stepped on fortune cookies. I've stepped on popcorn lots of times in movie theaters. Yeah. So. yeah. See? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or did you? Maybe it was cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> what movie theater were you at? Well, I stepped on cockroaches when I was in the U.S., yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when I was Los in the U.S. for, for hey. that matter. <laughs> Sometimes you can't do I, anything about those things. If I'm going to pull out a lazy card, I'd probably use it for minute 54 with the mural and the, uh, the, mural and the, the, the little parchment yeah well it's a yeah, different kind of lazy there's a lot of different levels different of, lazy of lazy in this movie yeah. <laughs> i'm talking about like the lazy like can somebody tell me where a phone is in this in this village yeah like, that yeah, kind of lazy yeah. like oh that's supposed to it's like one of those funny lines right i'll just put that in and people will chuckle or something yeah yeah i got sad 1984 was a different world it was 
yeah. I'm not excusing it, but I, I think things. I think that would have that line would have played a lot differently in 1984 than it would. In I'm sure it did. I mean, I I I did not bat an eyelash at it when I was you know 13 in 1984. I'm like, Haha, the Asian kids had fortune cookie. That's classic. <laughs> no, you know? I no, I did. I was right next to you going. <laughs> <laughs> How do they do it? Probably yeah. didn't even even it? notice it. In 1984. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think Jerry noticed it because it came after, yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, Jerry didn't notice anything. For some <laughs> Jared excused himself by that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the bathroom of the movie theater, pushing against walls and stalls. <laughs> and checking if there's a secret passage to somewhere else. Yep. And also side glancing, make sure no one's yeah. looking. <laughs> Oh, that sucks. Oh, my. <laughs> 1984. Good year. 1984. It's so much promise. <laughs> George Orwell was so hopeful. <laughs> well, when I was 13, George Orwell was not really on my mind. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. Well, do we have anything else for oh, 55? Wait, oh, this oh. just in from Professor yeah. Christy yeah. Porter. Get the stenographer. <laughs> <laughs> Willie just failed her final in mammography school. <laughs> there you go. Did you just hear Chewy barking? I did. Hey, Chewy. Hey. I, I think Chewy's our fourth dog barking in an episode this season. Well, it's yeah. just nothing worse. Dogs than love dog this show. We're <laughs> <laughs> still a baby. Come on, Chewy. Yeah. Um. Well, Doris, yeah. if people want to get in touch with Chewy or follow him somewhere, where could they do that? Or do you even want to tell anybody that? Well, <laughs> I'm just you, assuming could, you want to plug stuff. You could log on to Facebook and find the Indiana Jones Minute Listeners Crusade or something sure. like that. Yes. Or you could go <laughs> <laughs> to indianajonesminute.com, find out about all your guests. Yeah. You did that beautifully. Yeah, Thank that was you. incredible. Yeah. You don't even work here. That's a true fan. Uh, well, that was good. Maybe, maybe I'll get back to you when I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> right, perfect. You know where to find us. And everybody out there, you know where to find us here at the Indiana Jones Minute. And we'll be back next time with Minute 56 of Temple of Doom here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Cookies! <laughs> Popcorn! <laughs> <laughs>